Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Joe Newton, and along with my co-host, Pierce Brantley, we talk with some of the most impactful Christian business leaders, entrepreneurs, and small business owners so that together we can continue to grow in knowledge and an identity that ends in freedom. We believe that partnering with God is the only way to build a profitable, scalable, and impactful kingdom business. So if you wanna scale your business, grow your profits, and have confidence in hearing God's voice, then you're in the right place because this is the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. All right. Well, hey, Jeremy, welcome to the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello. Glad to be here, man. (laughs) Well, it's great to have you. Well, in our uh, intro there, we gave a little bit of background as far as uh, who you are and and what you're doing, but we'd love to kind of hear it from your own mouth, what what you're involved with today and uh, what your business is. Yeah. Well, I am the president of Jeremy Patty Coaching, and I have the privilege of coming alongside individuals who really want to walk out all that they've been called to in life to really be who they were created to be and do the work they've been called to do. And so, you know, I have the privilege of coming alongside them, partnering with the Holy Spirit to guide and lead us to, in order to help them navigate through all the obstacles and challenges that come our way through, through life. But then obviously, as you guys know, even through running businesses, it's a whole unique sort of circumstances that individuals face that can be lonely sometimes. So that's what I'm doing today. So uh, how long have you been doing that for in this current format? Yeah, I would say in this current format, more of a formal coaching role for about a little over two years. Um, I've done coaching in different seasons of my life, starting back when I was a, a managing director of a financial firm. I coached and developed a lot of financial advisors to run and develop successful investment and insurance practices. And then, then for a season, I, I, after that, I was a pastor at, at a church and part of my role there was overseeing their small groups ministry, which also held a component of consulting, coaching, and just counseling people through challenges in life. So, so it's been quite a bit longer in terms of some of the principles of coaching, but formally I started my own practice about two years ago. Okay. Awesome. Jeremy, I'm curious when you were doing the, the team management, did you recognize that you had a, a heart for ministry while you were coaching those guys or, or while you were training them up? Did you kind of see that as a, as an avenue for ministry or did the opportunity to do ministry kind of stem as something separate? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say when I initially started in the financial industry, I did not have that outlook. It was more just coaching and developing. And in fact, I I really didn't walk with the Lord then. It was through that journey and really in that early season after working there that I came to know the Lord. And so then that began a journey of him really just reparenting me and helping me see things from a different perspective, which eventually led into that being me seeing that as a great platform and opportunity to share and show the love that God has for people. And so it did transition to that to a degree. That's cool. So what do you think was the biggest change then from, um, 
how you saw your work before that point and then afterwards? I would say it was initially I just saw what I did as financial security, Mm. helping people plan for financial security to something more meaningful like eternal security. And I even used that phrase because now whenever I would meet with people, inevitably, whether it was with clients or the coaches or, I mean, or the financial advisors that I was coaching, I saw myself as someone that was there to help them connect with God as appropriate and um, also to live life well. So it became much more meaningful and significant once I came to know the Lord and walk with him. I love that. And I'm just curious through that, uh, that kind of transition, was that a overnight sort of revelation for you? Or has that just been a, just a, a slow process that you kind of recognize looking back that that happened? Yeah, I would say probably more of the latter, that, that it was more of a process for me that while I was in it, living it, I wasn't probably consciously aware of what was happening, but I had, the Lord had brought some good men into my life that really helped disciple me and help me to really expand my perspective to see the reality of what it is that I was involved in. And so a little bit of both, it definitely wasn't uh, waking up and, you know, the lights had come on and now I see (laughs) how valuable and meaningful that opportunity was. And can you kind of talk a little bit about like who those people were or were were they sort of mentor figures? Were they managers? Were they like, how did those people actually show up and operate in your life? Yeah. One person was, his name was Larry. He was a navigator. He worked for the navigators and he actually, in our community, he focused in working with business owners and I would see him at coffee shops and random places, meeting with other business professionals that I knew. And I inquired about what they were meeting about. And as I discovered that he was coming alongside people and helping them grow in their relationship with the Lord, I I sought him out. And so he was one that the Lord used to, to help me navigate. And then my pastor at the church that I was attending, Rod, was instrumental as well and coming alongside of me and sort of fathering me through my stages of getting to know the Lord. But those those are are two that come to mind. And then I actually, a few years after I, I began to really see that vision and see that platform as an opportunity to, to partner with God, I hired a life coach, actually a, okay. a, a Christian <laughs> life coach who was instrumental in helping myself and my wife just navigate trying to, to run a successful practice, be a good father and husband. And so I would say those are some of the three of the key people that kind of surrounded me and came, came alongside me. So it was sort of, especially with the, the life coach, that wasn't just someone that was helping you dig into your, your business, but that was more like meeting with you and your wife, just general budgeting, setting yeah. goals. Like how, how did that kind of actually yeah. Yeah. look on the day to day? Yeah. So it was definitely more, it included both personal and professional aspects of my life. So really anything was fair game to talk to my coach. His name was Chris. We had, whether it was marital challenges that we were navigating and and conflict, 
He was there to help us. All of it was over the phone. Oh, okay. Um, and so, you know, we would meet three times a month for about 30 minutes and then email and text outside of regularly scheduled calls. But, you know, I mean, he, I can't even begin to explain how helpful it was to have someone that was solely focused on us and that we could process with, uh, that we could be just be completely real with. And he would, you know, help shepherd and guide us to seek the Lord's voice, counsel, direction. But that's, that's really how, how it looked. But it was both personal and professional. I'd say really, for me at that time, because things going on in your personal life most definitely impact things going on in your professional life. As much as people try to segment or keep them separate, they're really um, <laughs> compartmentalizing doesn't really work very well. And so he helped us with some of those personal things that really made me more effective in my platform and work as a, a managing director. So Jeremy, I'm curious for the person that's listening, who's thinking about making that jump, making that, that transition into kind of owning their own practice or, or something similar, how important do you think it is to have someone like a coach or someone who's kind of been there, done that mentor you up? Do you think it's is it case by case or is it one of those things where there'll be a significant difference in the way you're going to be able to create, you know, goals for yourself and successful outcomes? Yeah, of course, I'm going to have a biased uh, response. <laughs> we <laughs> hope this. so. But, but yeah, but I mean, really, the reason why I got into life coaching for myself is because I saw how critical and valuable it was to helping individuals navigate all of the adversities that can come with running a business and trying to be the man or woman that you're called to be. And I think it's very helpful to have someone who is good at listening and asking questions that cause you really to listen to promptings from the Lord. So it's not coaching in a sense where this person was telling me everything that I needed to do. It was more from a standpoint of there's, there's a proverb, proverb 20 verse five, that says the purposes of a man's heart are deep waters and a man of understanding draws them out. And so my coach and the approach that I take is that the Holy spirit has implanted things within the heart of that individual. And my role isn't to tell them what to do, but help them discover those things that the Lord is speaking to them already, and then come alongside them and, and affirm and encourage and support them to follow through on those things that the Lord reveals, help them take those steps of faith by being there to hold them accountable, you know, following up with them. Did they take those steps that they, that the Lord had led them to, to take in that kind of a thing. So I love that verse. So do you think when Let's say I'm I'm pursuing this for the first time. What do you think are some of the the common blind spots that the Holy Spirit draws out of people? What are some of the kind of purposes? You know, I get this new vision for an endeavor, a business of some kind, some kind of new thing. And so I'm going, I want to go 110% into it. What are some of the blind spots as I try and kind of clarify that purpose? and bring that purpose before the Lord, what are some of the blind spots that you commonly see 
that kind of a, a budding entrepreneur or a budding business owner typically runs into? Yeah. Well, I would say a lot of times they have an initial response of excitement and then they take that step excited, whatever that next step is for them. But then inevitably they're faced with adversity or some kind of challenge or it's harder than what they anticipated. And so then they begin to question everything at times that the Lord told, you know, there's a, I forget who said this, but I think it rings true. And in, in a lot of what I see is never doubt in the dark what the Lord told you in the light. And so there's times where somebody comes up against what is a, a difficult situation, and then they begin to question whether they really heard from God or whether they're really doing the right thing because it's suddenly tougher than what they anticipated. So, so my role is to really just process through that with them, be a safe place for them to be real and honest about it too, to bring it into the light so that then they can begin to discover what it is that they need to take those steps in faith through those, those barriers. And there, a lot of times fear is also one of those blind spots or self-protection. People are maybe afraid to take some of the risk and so there's, they take safe steps that can kind of still protect themselves from failure. And so it's just helping them. Those are some of the key blind spots that I often, often see. I love that. So within that, let's say, I think adversity in general is something that we have to face every day. And I love what you said earlier about how things we tend to like to compartmentalize things where we have our business life over here. We have our work life over here. We have our spiritual life over here. And then there's this interesting dynamic, and I don't know where it comes from, especially if you're a, a faith-based business owner, wherein you think, okay, so the Lord has given me uh, the green light to go pursue something, and I know I'm going to partner with him in it. And then the second adversity comes, we can interpret that as either a red light or a spiritual attack or something like that, when the reality is, if we hadn't maybe brought God into the situation to begin with, all businesses face adversity, but we have a tendency to interpret it through a different lens sometimes for better right. or for worse. So yeah. is that one of the common things that you have to yeah. help them kind of work through that, you know, there's a, there's a side of this that is normal and there's a side of this that the Lord is going to help you through regardless. And you don't need to kind of reinterpret how he's guided you to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Two words come to mind that I think help explain what you're speaking to and help me better clarify. One is perspective mm. and helping people. A lot of times it's a narrow perspective and they're only looking at the situation with, through a certain lens. And so part of my role is to help them help them with perspective and see it from other angles. And, and there's a term that I use called reframe. It's actually, it's not one that just I use. It's common a lot in coaching, but reframing, which is learning to see problems from other perspectives. And so that's one piece. And then the other piece of it, a lot of times is the mindset, the mindset that people are approaching whatever it is that they're facing, whether it's a, a scarcity mindset, mm. a fear-based mindset, but it's calling that out for what it is and then helping them see from a more abundant mindset and Christ-centered mindset. So, and one other piece, as I was sharing that, that is, I think, critical too, that I, I'd be remiss to, to not mention that I often see as well as 
people who know the Lord and want to do business, a lot of times they want to do business for the Lord, for His glory. I'm going to do this. And I think unintentionally and with good, but with good intention, (laughs) they jump into this thing and say, man, I want this business to honor the Lord. But I think what can happen is they start to, to do it from their own strength versus this doing business with the Lord, not just for the Lord. Mm. And that's really where I think they start to see more breakthrough is they, they start to see God as their partner and they, their business, just like if you and I were partners, we would talk about these decisions that we need to make. And, and we'd share thoughts and ideas with one another before taking steps. It's that same mindset that I see is so helpful when, when business owners start to realize, Hey, I can commune with God and we can do business together as, and I can partner with him and he's going to share things with me that I wouldn't be able to to come up with on my own. Absolutely. I love that so much. And I almost think of it if like there's a parallel in the real world where like with my wife, for instance, I could say, well, I want to do something for her. So I'm going to make decisions for the family and then do it in her name as, a, as like a point of honor or something like that. And my intention could be wholeheartedly to bless her. However, I've done it devoid of intimacy. Therefore, in a sense, I've almost acted outside of the marriage relationship that is there. Now, it might have been there to bless her, but but the outcome, she's going to be surprised when, you know, I, I bought a dog for the family when it should have been a group decision, something like that. It was well-intended, but it, it didn't have the effect that it should. And the same thing, I think, is very true with partnership with the Lord. I mean, he gives us in his word, he tells us, right, that wisdom, he gives it to us generously and without reproach meaning like without repentance, he actually wants us to ask him how he can help partner with us to do something. And then that has a great effect on what we do. And actually, I would say in general, you actually develop more intimacy with the Lord in that. And because you partnered with him, the work you do, there's a greater chance of it being honoring and and not being devoid of relationship. Yeah, well said. I'm curious, Jeremy, do you see more of the time, the people that you're working with that they either don't realize that they can partner with the Lord or that they just don't know what it tangibly looks like to both set goals and also hear the the voice of the Lord. Do you find, or is there another kind of... I'd say, well, I, I would say it's a little of both, frankly. It just kind of depends on where they're at in their journey. You know, a lot of times it's helping people realize that they can hear from the Lord and then having the confidence to move forward or having the confidence that they are hearing from the Lord. So I'd say that is sometimes a challenge for people, both with practice and continuing to to engage. You, you see them them grow quite a bit in that front. And then there are some that, that feel like they are because I'm Christian, because I'm saved. They don't even give it a thought. They just assume they're doing business with the Lord without more of that intimacy that we were talking about where there's here, you have the creator of the universe that is your father and business partner that knows all things. And they're not, they're not tapping into what he freely wants to give. And so sometimes they just don't even realize it. 
Do you, do you have a, an example that you can think of, whether it's from you and your own business or with one of your clients to where this is like a tangible example of where you or they have partnered with the God, the God with God? <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Well, the first thing I think about is one of the groups that, that you and I both enjoy being a part don't, of that. The, don't, don't tell people that, that oh, they can't. No. No, <laughs> Mana mastermind. I'm just group. joking. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's a great example. And maybe you can help me even think of a specific, but I mean, one of the, the awesome things about that, and we call this Mana mastermind and the mastermind section of our time. It's, you know, the way that we're using that term is Jesus as our master. And we want to align our uh, thoughts with his. And so we spend an hour where we'll ask some of the entrepreneurs at the table, what do you want to ask God? And they'll, they'll say whatever that specific question is. And then we will all together pray into that question and listen for what the Lord shares with us. And then we'll write that down, share it with them verbally and give them the, those cards that then they can pray into and then take the necessary action dependent upon whatever that question is for them. Awesome. Yeah. And I know I can say from being there with you as well, that that's some of the most powerful time when God can say something so simple and it has such a large impact on someone's heart and ultimately their business and life that if you were as Jeremy Patty to say the exact same thing, it wouldn't carry nearly as much weight or impact. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can share with you an example of how I used it with how I spoke with the Lord. When I say used it, I mean like uh, asking him questions and where he gave me some, and this is when I was considering becoming business partners with someone and they were, I'd gotten the green light from the Lord that it was, it was a good next step for me. But as I was also praying for this person, I was just asking, I asked the Lord, you know, how do you feel about this person? And he gave me some very specific, you know, I felt some very specific thoughts about how proud he was of him and some specific things that he was doing. And then I saw in my mind's eye, I saw this picture too of a, of this watch. And I'm trying to remember the question I asked specifically, but, but I was asking about what this watch had to do with anything. And I felt like the Lord had said that his dad had given him a watch that was very valuable and meaningful to his dad, but he saw it with, didn't hold it with the same regard. In fact, it wasn't very meaningful to him. And I said, okay, Lord, what is, what does that have to do with anything? And what he shared with me is he, is he said, you know, in the same way that he doesn't see this watch as valuable, he has forgotten about how valuable I am. And mm. he has lost sight of just the relationship that we once had. And I long to, to be more intimate with him in this way. And so I had a choice to make. I could, Lord, is that you or is that me? I did, you know, is that just my thoughts? What, I mean, I don't know. And I decided to take a risk with this person 
And I just told him, I just said, you know, Hey, I I was praying for you just kind of like what I did here with you. And I don't, I'm still growing in my ability to hear the Lord, but this is what he shared with me. And I just, I started with the watch thing. I've said, did you, did it, did your dad give you a watch as a gift? And that was valuable to him and maybe didn't mean much to you. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, in fact, I gave it away. I gave it to someone else. And I was like, oh, oh. And then I knew, okay, all right, Lord, this is, you're, you're in this. And I'm always very sensitive with something a little more challenging like that to be very respectful and kind about it. Because again, I, I might not hear right or, or well on that, but I'm just honest with them as I open up to that. And so then I shared what I shared with you guys. And he was like, Oh my gosh, Patty. He's like, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's like, I've, I've recently started seeing a, a medium who's been contacting, you know, my dead mother and, and saying things about my, my relationship with my wife. And it's, really saying that your mom would want you to be happy, all these things. And he he was like, was wrestling with it internally. Well, the Lord used that to really uh, speak to him that, man, what he's hearing from, from that person isn't truth. It's not helpful to you. And he's like, without me saying anything, he's like, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to call that person, tell them we're done. And I need to get back to spending time with the Lord in the morning. Wow. And from there, then he, he shared, I would follow up with him weeks after that. And he, he would share with me that his marriage had been improving and it was better than it had been in a long time. And so that's not related to a business strategy, but it comes back to what we were saying at the beginning that our life is a whole and the platform, whatever business we're in is a platform to love people. And that's what transforms lives. I love that. So if someone doesn't have a mastermind group to participate in, hopefully there's one near them. But if if there isn't one, what is if you were to give someone one piece of advice for how they could take, you know, the spirit of God and strategy and bring the two together, similar to kind of the exercises that you guys were describing, how would you advise somebody to do that? Because oftentimes I think we go into this stuff with the right heart attitude. And then oftentimes the Lord readjusts it later on down the line. And it could be because we didn't ask him in the beginning or readjusted our perspective. And so then we kind of think, well, the Holy Spirit, you know, is like the wind. He's always going to change something or there's no telling what he's going to do. And the reality is it's not that he changes your plans he has a better plan and you're just engaging with him with it for the first time. And sometimes it's in the middle of their own work you're doing. So if someone were to set themselves up for success spiritually, as they're trying to be strategic about their own business, how would you advise someone to do that on a daily or weekly monthly basis? Or maybe it's just a one-off. What would you suggest they do? I would suggest finding someone that has a heart for God and desires to be on a journey with him as well and knows that he's fully alive and fully active and at a bare minimum connect with that person and decide together 
what you just had stated, like they let's, we want to walk together. We want to learn to hear from God for our business and for our life. And so can we do this together? Can you help me and me help you? And we'll connect once a week and we'll pray into to this and we'll give each other grace to grow and to learn to hear from him and begin to test the things that we hear in faith and learn from that journey. And I think that's the, the most important thing that we can remember. It's not about getting stuck in trying to choose this is a right step, this is a wrong step, right, wrong, right, wrong. It's more about engaging the journey and being in relationship with the Lord. And he delights in that. And if you fall down, if you make a misstep, he's kind and gracious enough to come alongside you, pick you up, and he can still use it for good and the adjustments you need to make. But I'd say start there if you don't have that. And then together, when you're together, pray and ask specific questions and write out what he gives you. And is that is that what you were asking me about specifically? I love that. So it sounds to me like you're saying step one is don't plan in isolation. And I think that's absolutely biblical. And it sounds to me like you're saying that's on, on two levels. One, don't go about your business on your own. Bring other people into it. And then beyond that, make sure those people are connected to the Lord and are going to hold you accountable in the best sense of the of the word in order to grow spiritually and really keep that intimate connection between you and God healthy so that as you kind of go about and do the work that you're going to do or the Lord's work or whatever, you're going to be more tied to, you know, good outcomes, both for yourself and for your relationship with God. And you're not going to be in a place where you're, you're living from isolation and, uh, and compartmentalizing your decision-making process. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, it's so important to have someone, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And it's when you fall down, there's another there to pick you up. I mean, you need someone like that, that you can walk with you, at least one other person in the Holy Spirit together for encouragement, accountability, support, and, and help. And um, trying to do it alone is how you'll get picked off by the enemy or get to a place where it's really hard to get out. I really think it's important that, that you shared that. Because I I feel like a lot of the entrepreneurs and especially those business people who are, even if they have employees, even if they've made that next step to where they're hiring people, realizing that even they at some point need to ask for help and reach out is so good. Because I feel like there are so many disheartened people out there who, if they would just reach out and just say, hey, I need some help, whether that's in your personal life or in your business, but there are so many yeah. of that driver type personalities, especially in business that, you know, just saying, Hey, it's, it's okay. And it's a good thing for you to ask that's, for someone that's else right. is, is so good. Yeah. I mean, there's a proverb that we talk about in our groups that's critical and speaks exactly to what we're talking about here. And it, and it is plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. And so that's really what we're speaking to in this situation is have some advisors that you can be real with 
yeah. and honest about the good, the bad, and the ugly that can partner with you and seek the Lord's direction together. And that'll serve you well and allow for you to serve others well. Yeah, it's so good. Well, we have about 10 minutes left. I honor your time. Did you have any questions, Pierce, that we didn't get to or anything that you wanted to share that, that we didn't get to ask you or that you're like, hey, I've got this gold bar right here. No, gave it all, huh? <laughs> I'm empty. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like we covered a fair amount, but if there's something I can elaborate on or you feel like needs clarification, but... I do want to ask uh, where if people were either wanting to get coaching, because I know you coach people uh, virtually, not just in person, but if they're saying, hey, this sounds like something that I need, that I want... How can people get in touch with you? How can people learn more about what you're doing and even if, or get some coaching as well? Yeah. So most, and just to clarify too, most of my one-on-one coaching is over the phone. So I've got clients all over the country and it really works well, especially if you're, if you're plates full, because we can jump on a call, right? Wherever you're at, you close your door. We take care of business in that 30 to 45 minute window, whatever, however much time we've allocated, and then you can get right back to your day. But I'd say if they, they want to see more, they can go to my website, jeremypatty.com. Uh, you know, I'm on Instagram at jeremypattycoaching. I don't do a ton of posts. It's not something I'm, I really thrive at, or I'd much rather engage with people. And so if it's something that you're considering, I always have an inquiry call initially where it's an opportunity for us to, to talk and explore, to see whether it's a mutual fit, whether coaching could be a mutual fit. And so that's one way that they can get a hold of me. And on my website, there's a, a little form that if they want to have an inquiry call, they can just fill out and we'll, we'll connect and, and go from there. But I'd say that's the, really the main way, or you can email me at jeremypatty.com. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a five-star review and share this with a friend. It would help us out tremendously. Also, if you'd like to stay in touch and get a free copy of the first chapter of Pierce's new book, Calling, How to Partner with God in Any Business with Any Boss at Any Place in Life, then click on the link in the show notes to sign up for our weekly email or visit piercebrantley.co slash podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.